Hello, Tudor-minded people. It's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is mitching. Oft I, a gentlewoman of rank and virtue, must go a-mitching about. Her majesty is severe on ladies in her service who partake in even the most innocent diversion. One must go most carefully through the palace to rendezvous with a galant and exchange a chaste peck. Yet perhaps this is for the best. Such mitching can make even a milksop seem an adventure. Mitching? How now, Tudor Files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word and listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. Jessica reads a chapter of Time's Riddle, and then my dear friends discuss the history behind the mystery. How diverting. So subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Thank you for listening. Tudor Files are an amazing bunch. Every one of you has the wit of Rosalind and the heart of Cordelia. Philadelphia, can you give us the spelling of Mitching, our word of the week? It is spelled M-I-C-H-I-N-G. And it's a 16th century word for sneaking. And our use of the word comes from a play with a lot of sneaking around. A woman killed with kindness. It is by Master Thomas Haywood, a most well-known writer, renowned all over the city. Which is so interesting because he's not at all well-known now. Can it be so? Master Haywood himself vowed that he had an entire hand or at least a main finger in 220 plays. 220 is a huge output. He collaborated a lot as well as writing his own work. As most playwrights did, the Elizabethan Jacobean writer's room we've talked about before. Haywood is considered the most prolific playwright of the period. Thomas Decker is second with around 64 plays. And historians believe that Shakespeare wrote only 38. So just on quantity putting aside quality, Haywood was a writing machine compared to Shakespeare. I always assume Shakespeare was the most prolific of all these guys. That's just because so many of his works have survived, mainly thanks to his friends who preserved his work in the first folio. Historians think only a few of his plays have been lost. And of Haywood's 220, only 27 plays and eight masks survive. Can it be so from such a popular playwright? At times, we have had two of Master Haywood's plays being played at the same time at different theatres around London. Wow. Well, A Woman Killed with Kindness is considered Haywood's masterpiece of those plays that have actually survived. And it was first performed at the Rose Theatre in 1603 by Worcester's Men. And the plot originated from an Italian novel. Can you give us a summary of this domestic tragedy, Philadelphia? The play begins with the marriage of Master and Mistress Frankfurt, who are very much in love. Yet Master Frankfurt's friend, Wendell, lusts after the noble Mistress Frankfurt, and when her husband is away, he corrupts her and convinces her to lie with him. When Master Frankfurt returns, his servant tells him of this unfaithfulness, and Master Frankfurt tricks the lovers and finds them abed together. Instead of punishing his wife by violence, he banishes her to his other manor, where he allows her to live in luxury with her favorite servants, provided she does not come near himself or their children. 
This kindness causes her to regret even more that she betrayed so worthy a husband, and she ceases to eat. Before she dies, a kind husband comes to forgive her on her deathbed. Oh, she is killed with kindness. Hmm. I don't know if modern audiences would consider letting your wife starve to death a kindness. There's also kind of a questionable subplot in the play with a brother and sister, and the sister must choose to give her virginity to a man she hates to save her brother. It sounds a lot like Shakespeare's Measure for Measure. But in the end, the villain sees the error of demanding the sister's virginity. He relents, and of course, she falls in love with him, and they happily marry. Again, disturbing. But let's not get all presentist. Can you give us the speech with our tutor word, Philadelphia? Nicholas, Frankfurt's loyal servant, says after he sees Wendell and his mistress embracing, Zounds are stab. I nick. Was it thy chance to come just in the nick? I love my master and I hate that slave. I love my mistress, but these tricks I like not. My master shall not pocket up this wrong. I'll eat my fingers first. Stayest thou, metal? Does not that rascal Wendell go on legs that thou must cut off? Hath he not hamstrings that thou must hew? Nay, metal, thou shalt stand to all I say. I'll henceforth turn a spy and watch them in their close conveyances. I never looked for better of that rascal since he came mitching first into our house. It is that Satan hath corrupted her, for she was fair and chaste. I'll have an eye in all their gestures. Thus I think of them, if they proceed as they have done before. Wendell's a knave. My mistress is a... And the missing rhyme is obviously whore. My dear Gage. My pardon, Philadelphia. Master Hayward did not sit down the slur, Gage. You need not speak it. So give heed to the files. Bring some 16th century sauce to your... Vocabulary with a mot Master Hayward did scribe. Mitching. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like.